Welcome to the Donaghclody Parish Podcast. We're an Anglican evangelical church committed to glorifying God, preaching the gospel and making disciples. Our current evening series is from 1 Kings. Pray for understanding of your word tonight. We pray that you will help us to see Jesus Christ in your word and help us, O Lord, to follow the instruction which you have for us in your word. For in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Last week in our sermon, we learned that as followers of Christ, we will be persecuted. But when being persecuted, the temptation is either to run away from our persecutors, but from our Bible reading tonight, Jesus said, we are not to retreat from the world the world that persecutes us, the people that persecute us, but to engage with our world in a more positive way. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, he said, you are the salt of the earth. And in verse 14, he said, you are the light of the world. What? does Jesus mean by these statements? Uh, Before we delve into the meaning of these words, we need to know that it is a privilege that Jesus instructs us on how to live for him. This time, he uses two metaphors, salt and light. Uh, If you have not opened your Bible, please turn your Bible with me to Matthew chapter 5 as we consider my first point tonight, which is you are the salt of the earth. To an African family, salt is very important. It must always be available in the house, especially in our dishes. It makes a lot of difference. The same thing goes with the people of Jesus' time. Salt was very useful to the people of ancient Palestine for taste, for preservation, and other purposes. We can see that salt is very significant. Earlier in verse 11 of chapter 5, which we studied last week, Jesus told the disciples that they will be persecuted. They will be insulted. He said, the world will hate you. They will persecute them for following him. And what would you expect from those being persecuted? Some people will say it should be tit for tat. After all, the law that they... These people, the Jewish people, understood about how to execute justice for injury. In Exodus chapter 21, from verse 23 to 24, says, But if there is serious injury, you are to take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. But in a hostile world, Jesus says you should not retreat from the world who is persecuting you. You should not take eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But in a good living, he said you should engage the world more positively. You should find yourself to be more useful in a world that is persecuting you. Don't engage them with hostility. 
And that tells us that as disciples of Christ, as followers of Christ, our role in the world should be a contribution to make the world a better place. Now, for those who love salt in their food, you will testify to the fact or agree with me that salt adds to the taste and brings sweetness to the food. Jesus is saying Christians, followers of Christ, should add flavor to the world by engaging with the world and making our society better. Another use of salt is preservative. Salt can be used to preserve things. And in the ancient world, salt are used to preserve meat and other things. As there was no refrigerator or fridge in those times, there is no freezer. And Jesus is saying, as a disciple, though the world in his practices is going towards hell, though the world with all that is happening seems to be heading towards destruction, the Bible says your engagement in the world should be to slow it down. Slow it down from heading towards the path of destruction. How can we preserve the world? How can we slow the world down from heading towards destruction? Christians are meant to speak up to challenge worldly practices that drags people to hell. Not many Christians today are bold to speak up against bad practices in our world. And you can quite understand why many people are trying to retreat from saying the right things or to challenge bad practices. Many people are afraid of what others will say about them. We live in a community that people easily write you off for saying the truth. Many are afraid of being labeled among friends or in the society for standing up for godly character. But tonight, Jesus teaches us that we should not act like snail who has the tendency to withdraw to his shell when faced with persecution. Jesus teaches us that as Christians, we should not retreat when faced with persecution, we should not retrieve to our own clique and just Christian circle, but rather, he said, we should engage. We should engage with our Christ, our community as salt in the heart. We should add flavor to our society, we should try and seek to make the society a better place for everyone. And this shows us that we have an important role to play in the world as Christians. At home, whenever I have the opportunity to make meal, one thing that my children always complain about is there is too much salt in this food. So a hint of salt makes a lot of difference, especially when you don't have too much to eat, but at least it makes a difference. Salt is significant. And as Christians, we are also very significant in this world because if there is no salt in the food, you'll quickly say, ah, 
I don't like the taste. We as Christians are called to make a difference, a positive difference in our world. As salt improve the taste and preserve, we as Christians are to show the love of Christ in our community. If you look at that word very well, Jesus did not say you should be salt in the earth. No, he said we are the salt of the earth. He's saying we are precious, we are significant, we are valued by God to engage in this world by adding flavor and taste to our community to make it a better place and also by our actions. By speaking up for the right thing and godly character to uphold them, we are to preserve the world. We are to correct bad practices in our world today through our engagement with people, through our engagement in the society. But what happens whenever we fail to be salt in the heart? See the consequence with me in verse 13b of our reading. But if the salt loses its saltness, saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. If we lose our value as salt for preserving and adding flavor to this world, we will be thrown out. We will lose what we are supposed to be as Christians in the society. If we are trying to retreat from the world that is persecuting us, the danger is that we might conform to the practices of the world and fail to reproach or to preach or to tell the people about the gospel of repentance to a world that is going down hell. Now, let us see what Jesus said about who we are in verse 14. He uses another metaphor as I consider my second point for tonight. You are the light of the world. People who are from uh, parts, other parts of the world where there is no constant supply of electricity will know the great importance of light. As you can see, there are lights in the church building today to help us in so many ways. Some years back, uh, when I was little, I'm always afraid to sleep in the dark. And after the family prayer, you know, in the evening, whenever the lantern which we use is retrieved to the house corridor, I would tuck myself into the clothes, hold a Bible to my chest. And sometimes I put it under my pillow. I close my eyes tight because image of furniture in the dark can be scary. The people of Jesus' time do not live in a world of street lamp. They don't live in a world with bright halogen lantern. But instead, they have a very simple form of light. It is an oil lantern, an oil lamp. And we would use something like that in many, many years, you know, many, many years back in Africa. And this is what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are simple, but useful. 
is saying knowing Jesus and being a Christian, a follower of Christ, is not just for our own benefit. It is for the benefit of everyone around us. When the light shines, it's not just for yourself, but it helps other things. It illuminates and brings forth whatever is in the darkness. We'll be able to see it. God has put us in this world as light so that we can be a blessing to others by leading them towards being a follower of Jesus as we are. Christians should be a blessing wherever they go. Maybe as a church or as an individual, it would be good for schools that are in our community to know and enjoy the benefit of Christians that live in the community. Churches should partner with the schools. Christians should help out in the local community house. It's good to know that in our food bank and our food, uh, I mean, uh, Christian aid and all other things around us, most of the supplies should be brought by the Christians. We should give to people. We are the light of the world. Our churches should be open to helping and supporting our community, especially at this time of pandemic. We should do far more than we've been doing. And why is this so important for us to be like? Why is it so important for us to be like? See what Jesus said in verse 14b to 16. Jesus said, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus said we are the light of the world. Being light in the world is a big compliment as well as a big responsibility. In the scripture, apart from this time when we're reading in chapter 5, Jesus did not say that any other person is a light, but he only said about himself in John chapter 8 verse 12. See what he says. John 8 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but we have the light of life. But here in Matthew 5, 14, it says, you, myself, we are the light of the world. Jesus is calling us to be light because that is what we are made for. We are not meant to be a dimmer light, as some people will understand in our world today. We are not meant to be trimmed down, deemed low, when time does not allow us, you know, you feel, no, I, I just want to, I want to be, you know, low. No, Jesus is saying we are like a lamp, we are a city on the hill, ever seen, ever active. You are not meant to dim yourself down. But we are just supposed to be simple, the simple lamp that brings light to people who are in the darkness, that shines in the darkness of this world. What a privilege it is for us today to share common responsibility as Jesus. 
As believers, we are meant to tell people, the people that are still in the darkness, we are meant to tell them about Jesus. We are meant to point people to Jesus, to the saving grace in Christ. We should be light that point other people to Christ because the light shines and it let us see the reality in darkness. Until people see Christ, they don't see how dark it is. So tonight in our teaching, Jesus is saying, just like I, just like I shine as light in the world, you should also be shining in the world. And this is a declaration of our what as Christians in the world. Brothers and sisters listening to me tonight, as I finish, God wants to do his work through his people. God wants to use us in his work here on earth. His mission of calling people to repentance and faith can effectively be done when we know ourselves as salt and light in this world. It can only be done effectively when we engage positively in our society. For us today, here is another teaching. And it is also with a warning. We should not conform to these sinful practices in our world. We should not lose our saltiness. We should not be a dimmer lamp. But we should be shining bright, proclaiming and faithfully proclaiming the gospel of repentance and of faith in this dark world. We need to be sought. We need to add value to our world, preaching the message of repentance and being purposeful in challenging sinful acts which can destroy our world and our relationship. This is not how we should live. It is actually a declaration of who we are in Christ. Not just, well, I'm asked and compelled to live like this. No. We need to know that this is what Jesus is saying, that we are the salt, we are the light, and this is how we should act as Christ follower. As a city on the hill, we should shine as light. We should make a difference in our world. And by so doing, God will be glorified. Jesus said, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word tonight and we bless you for the grace and opportunity given to us to know you. We thank you, Lord, for the truth of the gospel. Help us, O oh Lord, to continually be salt and light and not to lose our value and let us see how important we are in our world. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website 
Donna Cloney, D-O-N-A-G-H. C L O N E Y P A R I S H dot co dot UK or find us on social media.